بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا we continue inshallah the explanation of the explanation of بلوغ المرام the book of fasting in بلوغ المرام and we have reached the hadith of ibn umar رضي الله عنهما which the compiler رحمه الله cited ibn umar رضي الله عنهما saying ترى الناس الهلال فأخبرت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فرأيته فصام أني رأيته فصام وأمر الناس بصيامه رواه أبو داود وصححه الحاكم وابن حبان is narrated from Ibn Umar رضي الله عنهما that the people tried to sight the new moon so I informed the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم that I had seen it so he fasted and commanded the people to fast this is reported by Abu Dawood, Abu Dawood and Al-Hakim and Ibn Hibban graded it as Sahih. So the Prophet ﷺ said, Tara al-Nasu al-Hilal. The people, Tara. Tara has two meanings. Meaning, they tried to sight the new moon. And each one of them, uh, in the first meaning, they sought to seek the moon or try to see and sight the new moon for the month of Ramadan the second meaning each one of them uh, began showing the other the crescent for the new moon this is the meaning of Tara'a in this hadith now the Hilal the Hilal refers uh, to the crescent the crescent of Ramadan so he said فَأَخْبَرْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ he said, I informed the Prophet ﷺ that I saw it or I had seen it. And this is the real physical seeing or sighting. So he fasted and commanded the people to fast. And this is apparent. This is clear. From the benefits of this hadith is that the legality legality of seeking or trying to sight the new moon on the night of the 30th from Sha'ban the night of the 30th the night of the 30th why because if you think about the night of the 31st then there is no need to seek its seeing in that case Sha'ban is complete complete as 30 days now, why we say the legality, which is in Arabic known as al-mashru'iyya, the mashru'iyya or legality, it is because the Prophet والسلام, approved, approved what the companions uh, والسلام, had done in this case. So there was approval, and that's why this is considered as mashru' legal. The other thing uh, we learn from this hadith is that anyone who sees the crescent, uh, then he should inform in short should inform but should inform whom he should inform the one who has authority now and this is uh, a matter which is obligated an obligated matter why because the fasting of the month of Ramadan the timing for that is restricted and the people of knowledge rahimahumullah had mentioned that uh, it is an obligation to inform the uh, sighting of the month of Ramadan even if the person is asleep 
and it is uh, feared that he may miss the timing, then it is obligated to inform him. And the Ramadan or the month of Ramadan, the worship in the month of Ramadan is from the uh, times that are uh, restricted for a specific period. And that's why it is an obligation to make uh, information or relay the news regarding uh, the sighting of the month of Ramadan. Now, what about if the person who sees the, uh, the crescent and he says, I fear if I go and inform, uh, then they will check me. They will check for my reliability. Uh, they will check for my uh, vision. Is it strong or not? And so forth. And I am not obligated. The answer is, this is from the whispering of shaitan. This is from the waswas of shaitan. What is obligated on the individual who sees the crescent is to inform, to inform those who are in authority so that they relay the news to the people. From the benefits of this hadith is that uh, the obligation to fast based upon a single sighting of an individual, of a single sighting by an individual, because the Prophet ﷺ fasted and commanded the people to fast why? based on one single sighting. However, it is conditional that the person seeing or sighting the moon should be reliable regarding his, the news that we know of his trustworthiness and secondly the second condition is to know of the uh, that he possesses a strong vision strong vision these two things are uh, conditional in terms of the acceptance of the reporting as to the trustworthiness this is evident from the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah al-hujurat which is uh, chapter 49 verse 6 the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِقٌ بِنَبَئٍ فَتَبَيَّنُوا Oh, you believe if a rebellious, uh, evil person comes to you with the news, verify it, lest you harm people in ignorance. As to the evidence regarding the strength of the vision, then because the one who has weakness in his vision, his news is not reliable. And these matters, al-quwwah, uh, the strength and the trustworthiness are conditions regarding all actions and also regarding a news as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in Surah Al-Qasas in the story of Musa and the, uh, and the two uh, women uh, when one of them uh, spoke to her father to hire Musa alayhi salam and she said as Allah spoke about this in Surah Al-Qasas, 28 verse 26, And said one of them, the two women, O oh my father, hire him. Verily, the best of men for you to hire is the strong, the trustworthy. And also in Surah Al-Naml, chapter 27 verse 39, in the story of Sulaiman, and uh, the uh, uh, woman of Saba, the queen of Saba, وَقَالَ عِفْرِيتٌ مِنَ الْجِنِّ أَنَا آتِيكَ بِهِ قَبْلَ أَنْ تَقُومَ مِنْ مَقَامِكَ وَإِنِّي عَلَيْهِ لَقَوِيٌّ أَمِينٌ And Ifrit, strong from the jinn, said, I will bring it to you before you arise, or before you rise from your place, council. And verily, I am indeed strong and trustworthy for such work. 
So I can see now the two conditions regarding news reporting and or regarding also any information is first the trustworthiness and second the strength. And in respect with respect to our case, the strength here is the strength of the vision. Now, uh, now if someone asks the question, is it valid to fast based on the seeing of a woman? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. The news of the woman in this case is valid, uh, so as the fasting can depend upon it. Why? Because the information regarding the sighting of the crescent or the hilal of Ramadan is considered from the reports regarding deen matters. And reports regarding deen matters, uh, there, there is no condition uh, of uh, multiplicity in terms of sex, meaning uh, a, a multiplicity involving uh, males and, and females. It's not required. So, for example, if a woman tells you while you are about to pray Salat al-Maghrib, for example, if she tells you that the sun has uh, set, then in this case you can take by her saying if she is trustworthy to you. And also if you hear the caller for the Adhan, making the Adhan for the Maghrib, for example, and he is a single person, then you can take by his saying if you uh, believe that he is trustworthy. That me, which means that he will not call the Adhan for the Maghrib until he sees that the sun uh, indeed had set. But what about if he relies on the uh, calendar, timing of calendars? Well, there is some problems which may be uh, related to this. Because some of these things, or some of these uh, calendars, may not have the correct uh, timing, uh, and there could be errors in this. So, unless it is reliable and uh, uh, tested to be reliable in terms of that, otherwise the caller for the Adhan uh, checks the timing for the sunset and uh, base his uh, Adhan on the actual uh, setting of the timing uh, during the month, uh, setting of the sun during the time of Ramadan. Now, if we know of a caller or muaddin who depends upon this way and we hear him calling for the Adhan for the Maghrib, we act according to his call. And there is no need for us to go and search about this man, what is his religion, uh, as long as we know that he is uh, trustworthy, then there is no need. Another important benefit from this hadith is that the Sahaba radiallahu anhum are all udul, meaning they are all trustworthy. And you should write this technical term, udul, which is plural of adl. Please write it. Meaning they are all thiqat, meaning they are all reliable and trustworthy. So their reports are accepted. What's the evidence upon which we are uh, saying this because the Prophet والسلام, as you know from this hadith took from the news of Ibn Umar عنhuma, without asking about him is that clear? is that clear? Sorry. so if one says well Ibn Umar is known Ibn Umar عنhuma, is known and his trustworthiness is clear now 
and his, his religion is known. So we cannot make an analogy and say about a Bedouin, for example, who comes from the, the desert and accepts Islam on the hand of the Prophet ﷺ and then leaves. Now, we say that this is, uh, this uh, point, there is no doubt that it is a strong. There is no doubt that it is a strong point. And it is uh, supported by the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, as in Surah Al-Hujurat, which we uh, mentioned earlier, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِقٌ بِنَبَئٍ فَتَبَيَّنُوا Which was 49, Surah Al-Hujurat, verse 6. Or who you believe if a rebellious evil person comes to you with the news verify it lest you have or harm people in ignorance now how to ward off this point however is to say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said as in this verse in ja'akum fasiq if a rebellious evil comes to you meaning his rebellion or his evil is known then fatabayyanu then you verify this means that the unknown from the companions is trustworthy and his reporting is accepted. This is the opinion of, <coughs> or this is what is, the, this is the position of the people of knowledge regarding the companions that the not knowing about the Sahabi does not harm the origin. What is the origin? The origin is adala, trustworthiness, and that the companions are trustworthy. That is because the Prophet ﷺ said in the authentic hadith, خَيْرٌ nasi قَرْنِي The best of people are my generation. And with respect to the foundation regarding uh, such generalities, is that it is a generality, and until there is evidence to indicate otherwise, to particularize it. Now, the, this is the explanation of this first hadith, and then we go to the second hadith of tonight and uh, this is the hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah طيب we move now inshallah ta'ala to the second hadith and that is the hadith of Ibn Abbas radiallahu anhumah anna arabiyan jaa lilnabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqal inni raitu alhilal faqala tashhadu an la ilaha illallah qala na'am قال أتشهد أن محمد رسول الله قال نعم قال فأذن في الناس يا بلال أن يصوم غدا رواه الخمسة وصححه ابن خزيم وابن حبان ورجح النسائي إرساله In this hadith which is narrated by Ibn Abbas رضي الله عنهما A Bedouin came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and said and said I have seen the new moon of Ramadan He asked do you testify that nothing is worthy of worship except Allah? He replied, yes. He then asked, Do you testify that Muhammad is Allah's messenger? He replied, yes. He then said, Bilal, announce to the people that they should fast tomorrow. Reported by Al-Khamsa the Five, Ibn Khuzayma and Ibn Hibban credited at Sahih, and in the Sahih held that the stronger view is that it is Mursal, missing link after the Tabi'i, after the successor. Now, due to the explanation, the Arabi, is the one who lives in the Badia, the desert, and the plural of the Arabi is Arab. Allah Ta'ala in Surah Al-Hujurat 49, 14 
قالت الأعراب آمنا قل لم تؤمنوا ولكن قولوا أسلمنا The Bedouins say we believe say you believe not but you only say we have surrendered in Islam so he said إني رأيت الهلال he said I have seen the new moon meaning by his own eyes and this is report this is a report خبر And then he said, أَتَشْهَدُ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهِ قَالَ نَعَمْ So the Prophet ﷺ asked him, do you testify that nothing is worthy of worship except Allah? He said, yes. The meaning of لا إله إلا الله The meaning of لا إله إلا الله do you testify that nothing is worthy of worship except Allah? It means that there is none worthy of worship except Allah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Hajj 2262, ذَلِكَ بِأَمْنَ اللَّهَ هُوَ الْحَقِّ وَأَنَّ مَا يَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِهِ هُوَ الْبَاطِلِ That is because Allah is the truth. And what they, the polytheists, invoke besides Him is batil, falsehood. And as to the uh, claim that La ilaha illallah means there is no uh, existing God mawjud except Allah, this is a great error. That there is no ilah existing except Allah, this is false. Because there are other gods worshipped besides Allah. This is from one angle. Also from another angle, if we say that uh, la ilaha illallah means la ma'buda mawjud illallah non-existing object of worship except Allah it entails that these are, these gods are true as if you are saying kullu al-aliha hi Allah that all the gods are Allah and this is a corrupt meaning without a doubt so therefore the true meaning is there is no true God worthy of worship is except Allah now, the Bedouin, in his response, he said, yes. When he was asked, do you testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah? The Bedouin said, naam, yes. He knew definitely what it meant. La ilaha illallah. He knew what it definitely meant. Then he said, atashhadu anna Muhammadan Rasulullah. Do you testify that Muhammad is Allah's messenger? meaning Muhammad himself, he said, yes, he said, yes. The meaning of him being Rasulullah, the messenger of Allah, is that Allah has sent him to his uh, slaves. And so by this, the Arabi now, is a Muslim. And also, this affirms now he is a companion, because he met the Prophet ﷺ while testifying that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's messenger. So the Prophet ﷺ said فَأَذِّن فِي النَّاسِ يَا بِلَالَ أَنْ يَصُومُ غَدَى Bilal announced to the people that they should fast tomorrow. And this indicates that the Arabi, the Bedouin, came at night. From the benefits of this hadith is that the trustworthiness of the companions 
and that not knowing concerning their condition, uh, who yani the bad one is, his name and the like, does not uh, harm the fact that they are adul, trustworthy. And the evidence is that the Prophet ﷺ did not ask about the trustworthiness of this Bedouin. Second, acceptance of the testimony of the Bedouin. Because the Prophet ﷺ accepted his testimony. As to, re, as to uh, rejecting the testimony of the Bedouin because the Bedouins, as Allah said uh, in Surah in قوله تعالى الأعراب أشد كفرا ونفاقا وأجدر أن لا يعلم حدود ما أنزل الله as to rejecting the Bedouins uh, testimony uh, relying upon uh, the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah At-Tawbah 997 الأعراب أشد كفرا ونفاقا وأجدر أن لا يعلم حدود ما أنزل الله على رسوله وعلى رسوله والله عليم الحكيم. The Bedouins are the worst in disbelief and hypocrisy and more likely to be in ignorance of the limits, Allah's commandments and His legal laws which Allah has revealed to His Messenger. And Allah is all knowing, all wise. Uh, relying on this, this is an error. It's wrong because. It is not about the Bedouin or non-Bedouin. The matter revolves about or revolves around or centered or focused on al-adala, trustworthiness. And this is an attribute or a quality which could be in a Bedouin or non-Bedouin. From the benefits if that if we uh, are not sure about a situation of the individual who is informing regarding the sighting of the crescent, then we test him, because the Prophet ﷺ tested this Bedouin, uh, whether he was a Muslim or non-Muslim. Now, do we test him as to how he sighted the crescent? The answer is no. If he says, I saw the crescent, and he is a trustworthy Muslim and re- reliable, and his sight vision is strong, then there is no need to test and question. Some people may go to the extreme and say, how did you see the crescent? Was it big or thin? Was it to the right, to the left? Was there any cloud around it? Was there a star or so? I think if this uh, person uh, if is faced with these uh, questions, he may be confused and will not attest the uh, acceptable or requested uh, attestation as long as he says I had seen it and that is sufficient now, the next benefit is that the reporting takes the meaning of testimony because the hadith of Ibn Umar he said nabi, I informed the Prophet and this Arabi, uh, this Arabi said hilal, I have seen the crescent and the Prophet considered it as a shahada testimony This matter, however, there is difference of opinion regarding the issue of is the report a testimony or not. Some of the scholars, rahimahumullah, differentiate between the two. And they say that the reporting is not the shahada, is not the testimony. But they say that since the crescent of Ramadan 
news is from the news regarding the deen, we accept it, we accept the news regarding it, even though it does not come in the uh, form of testimony. Meaning, there is no need to see or to say to the one who saw the crescent, do you testify that you saw the crescent? In other than that, in matters other than that, they say it's inevitable to testify. Meaning in, uh, other than the sighting of the crescent of the month of Ramadan. The correct opinion, however, is that the testimony and the news or the reporting are synonymous. There is no difference. And that's why it, when it was said to Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, that such and such person says or relates that the ten are in paradise, meaning the ten who receive the glad tidings in paradise, but I do not testify. He said, Imam Ahmed, إِذَا أَخْبَرَ فَقَدْ شَهِدْ If he informed, then he had indeed testified. And he spoke the truth, rahimahullah. So therefore, the testimony is a reporting in reality. It is a reporting as to what the person heard or saw or smelled or touched and the like. So, the reporting and the testimony are synonymous according to the correct opinion. The next benefit is the answer by yes. The answer by yes is acceptable and it affirms the meaning of the question. The meaning of the question. Uh, why? Because the Arabi, the Bedouin, in, uh, regarding the question by the Prophet ﷺ, he said yes. He didn't say, yes, I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah. Neither did he say, nor did he say, yes, I testify that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. So, yes was sufficient, you understand? The Prophet ﷺ asked him, do you testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah? He said, yes. He said, yes. So, this yes is sufficient. This yes is sufficient. It affirms the meaning of the question. So therefore, if it is said to an individual, if it is said to an individual, to a person, did you divorce your wife? Did, he, did you divorce your wife? And he says yes, then the divorce is actual. Because the meaning is, na'am talaqtuha. Yes, I divorced her. Is that clear? Is that clear? Because it affirms the meaning of the question. It affirms the meaning of the question. Now, if the, if the guardian of a woman uh, tells the, the, uh, the prospective husband, I marry my daughter to you. Uh, so, if this person is asked, do you accept? And he says yes then the marriage contract commences. Why? Because yes, na'am, uh, comprise the meaning of what is being asked about. However, if it is said, Alasta talaqta mra'atak, isn't it that you divorced your wife? Listen to this. Isn't it that you divorced your wife? And he says yes. And he answers by yes. The scholars say in this case she 
is not divorced. Why? They said because na'am here affirms what is negated. And what is negated is divorce, meaning I did not divorce her. Is that clear? Okay, repeat. If it is, if it is asked, if someone is asked, isn't it that you divorced your wife? And he says, he answers by yes. They said, in this case, he does not become divorced. Why? Because the, the yes here is affirming the negation. And the negation is divorce. Isn't it that you divorced? Meaning, I did not divorce her. <laughs> Wait now. Yeah, it is meaning yes, I did not divorce her. Exactly. You see? He is affirming the negation. You see that? He is affirming the negation. Now, we will come to Bella. Now, we will come to Bella. Now, however, they, they differentiated. They differentiated. They said, if the, if, he, if, if the one who answers is a layman, then there is no difference between na'am and bala. There is no difference between yes and surely and certainty. And certainly. You see that? If he is a layman, if he is a layman, a common person, he does not differentiate between the meaning of yes and the meaning of bala. You see that? They said in this case, uh, his answer by yes, it takes the same meaning as, as Bella. Uh, Bella meaning surely, certainly. And this is really true, because the common people, they don't differentiate between Bella and Naam in, in, in answering uh, the negation upon which is questioned. You see that? They don't differentiate. But in the Arabic language also, take this benefit, in the Arabic language also, uh, there is mentioning of Bala to mean yes. There is, even in the Arabic language. I, I will give you the poem. I will give you the poem, okay? Uh, it is like this. أَلَيْسَ اللَّيْلُ يَجْمَعُ أُمَّ عَمْرٍ وَإِيَّانَ فَذَاكَ لَنَا تَدَانِي Isn't it that the night brings together أُمَّ عَمْرٍ and us? So that is for us closeness. نَعَمْ You see? He began, isn't it? And then he said, نَعَمْ وَتَرَى الْهِلَالَ كَمَا أَرَاهُ And she sees the crescent. As I see it, النَّهَارُ كَمَا عَلَانِي And the daylight covers her at, as it covers me. You see that? This came in, the, in one of the Arab poems. In this case, uh, it is an answer. Yes, it is, it is, it, it is uh, Alaysa here. It, uh, uh, the answer of Alaysa is in it, came, came, in Naam, game in Naam, as Naam. Yeah, Naam meaning it, 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 uh, it unites us, the night unites us. He began asking, isn't it the night unite 
or bring us, bring together Umm Amr and us. See, he answered by Naam. He answered by Naam. It brings us together. Now, okay, this is regarding this linguistic aspect. The next benefit, the next benefit, that the declaration of the month should take place because the Prophet ﷺ commanded Bilal to call uh, the, uh, the and announce that people should fast the next day and that this uh, declaration must come in the most strongest possible way why? because the Prophet ﷺ did not say to the people let one of you inform the other etc rather he commanded Bilal to call so this indicated that it is a must to seek the strongest possible means and the strongest possible means in our times are the broadcast stations radio stations and television stations and in the past people used to announce the uh, the sighting of Al-Hilal uh, by uh, using firearms firearms rifles uh, or guns in some places so when the news arrive they begin uh, shooting uh, the rifles or shooting uh, the, the, the guns their guns and they will go to a high place and uh, the highest place in the town and each one of them will carry a rifle and then he will shoot one or two times and then the people when they hear this they go to their roofs and with each one of them his rifle and they shoot and then the kids would come and then they use fireworks and then fill the uh, fill the air with their with their cracks and so forth but the thing is that the kids they don't stick to one night but the first night and second night and third night they have their way so when we uh, it, it was uh, in the past in more than one country in more than one country yes uh, people would know that this is the month of, uh, of Ramadan. And uh, if this happens, and people uh, hear these guns according to this uh, way, then is it binding on people to fast? The answer is yes. The answer is yes, even by this way. And there occurred between uh, Shaykh Abdurrahman bin Saadi, and some of the uh, scholars in his times, a difference of opinion uh, regarding this matter. Some of them said, we should not fast based upon these guns and their sounds. And Sheikh Abdul Rahman bin Saadi rather said, no, we should fast. And he wrote a response, a lengthy response, which our Sheikh Rahimahullah came across and brought uh, evidences and analogy which uh, prove the obligation to fast or to break the fast upon hearing these uh, rifles. And I saw, he said, our Sheikh Rahimahullah, I saw in the margin or in, in the explanation by Ibn Abidir rahimahullah, uh, something similar to that. But nowadays, alhamdulillah, uh, sufficient is in the broadcasting stations which announce the news. We will stop here, inshallah ta'ala. Asallah azza wa jal al-qabul wa yaj'alana mimman yastami'oon al-qawla fa yastami'oon ahsanahu wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam 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 w